is the River City Podcast Federation. trips over his own balls. So he's tripping balls while he's tripping balls. Very disappointing. Really? What happened? Oh, yeah. yeah, there weren't talking dogs. It was just in the trailer. This is a nightmare. What? I also wish I had done better. We did it. We did it. Raw dog from our minds. <laughs> and now, the game show you've all been waiting for. It's Pitch Please Live with your host, Carolyn well, thank yourselves for being here. A round of applause. Great, great. We just saw the amazing Hosey Hustle. Wow, how good was that? So, that's a great one. Here's another great one. Let me explain the concept to you. We've got a card deck with 53 fully illustrated movie cliches. And Pitch Please is a game of a 60-second screenplay so in home, you get 60 seconds to plan this movie. But on stage, because these are professionals, they're going to get 30 seconds. 30 seconds to plan a movie with three cards and one minute to pitch it. But I was told to make it a big minute for Hollywood. <laughs> so it's going to be great. Going to be a great big minute. Uh, speaking of big, amazing people, we've got Shane Hosey as a co-hostie. Have a round of applause. Shane, thanks for making it all the way here from your last podcast. Thanks, I'm very big. <laughs> I meant that in the Hollywood way, and then I felt like it's, it's Hollywood. We wouldn't be making these jokes if I wasn't also kind of fat. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say, but Shane, good for putting a lampshade on it. Uh, you're going to be drawing some amazing movie posters live while we go. So everybody get ready for that. So let's start getting up our contestants. Let's see who's in the room. Let's have Chris Hanami come to stage. You know him from so many River City podcasts, including Rebootsies and Spec Script and like five others. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of wine. I'm a wine boy tonight. Ooh, very nice. I can't wait for the wine boy special. Chris, what is your studio name you're playing as tonight? Uh, my studio name is Total Reboot, uh, because uh, let's just reboot every movie. Uh, who cares about your childhood? Reboot Jaws! Reboot Jaws! Jaws 2 as a reboot. Let's see better Jaws 2. No, Jaws 4 The Revenge as a reboot. Ah, very a gritty one. Yeah, this time though, Michael Caine is a shark. Oh, for revenge. Yeah. And what he did to real Michael Caine. Uh -huh. 
I am a house? Yeah, <laughs> and he hated it. It was a bad house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beach house, and it got torn to shreds. Uh, you're going to like our last round, where we do a gritty reboot of a previous film pitched in this series. Well, if I don't win at that one, I will be ashamed. Great, yeah, look forward to that table flip. Well, let's move on <laughs> to our next guest. Maybe they'll be very whiny, too. Let's get uh, Whitney Streep up to the stage. Whitney's amazing. Whitney does all kinds of things in Portland. Hello again. Hello, yay. Uh, Whitney, what show do you do in town usually? Um, I have an open mic on Mondays at CC Slaughters. Great. So Let's go there. Go to that. Go to that. And it. And what is your studio name you're playing as this evening? Uh, I'm thinking it'll be playing as Shut Up Chad Productions. Ooh, <laughs> I think I might know a little bit about your ethos, so you're kind of sick of Chads. About Chads. You know, in general. I mean, like, it was inspired by the Twin Peaks Chad, but, you know, most of them. Not so good, you know. All right. Thank Mary. you. Thank you, one not Chad. <laughs> how, how did uh, your studio feel about the 2001 election, especially regarding Florida and all those uh, hanging chads? Oh, we didn't think much about it because we were uh, in high school. <laughs> and we're not very pr uh, productive as a studio at that time. And next up, let's get Alex Falcone to the stage. Everybody knows Alex Falcone. He has 100 shows, too, in town. Uh, one of them is Earthquake Hurricane, is that right? Woo! That is correct. Anything else you'd like to tell our listeners to pay attention to? I do a podcast. I've oh. done a podcast for like nine years now called Read and Weep, where we watch bad movies mostly, and sometimes good ones. I don't like bad movies. This is an only good movie podcast. Good movies, good movies, good movies. I can't promise that. You have to, or else you won't get all that Hollywood monies. Okay, well I'm going to say I promise, but I don't mean it. <laughs> That's very Hollywood. That works for me. Look yeah. me in the eye, lie to me, but make it feel something for a second. Just one second of feelings. You like, look great today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was dark. Somebody's winning points already, you guys. That's how the game she has played. Uh, Alex, what is your studio name this evening? It's called Stew Stew Studio. Stew Stew Studio. <laughs> I like that. Ooh, a lot of really points. And last but not least, uh, they say Hollywood is all about who you know, so this person I happen to know because they're my sister, and they're also a very talented comedian. Andy Main to the stage, please. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here with all the big wigs. Yes! Big sisters, big wigs, big hosey. Hosey! <laughs> Got the biggest wig of all. <laughs> I think, yeah, is that real hair? Has anybody pulled on hosey yet? You can fucking try it! <laughs> hey, Hosey, you look good today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Both of these people actually look good! <laughs> I think that needs to be established! Losing points? Uh, Andy, you host Revolution Comedy, is that right? I sure do. Anything else you'd like to tell these people about real fast? Uh, Revolution Comedy is a fundraiser every fourth Monday at Curious Comedy Theater. And, um... There's a lot of terrible stuff in the world, so why don't you throw money at it and laugh at jokes? Great, great. There you go. Throw money, laugh jokes. Let's go. Uh, Andy, what's your studio name tonight? Uh, the Steel Dossier. Steel Dossier. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody else thinking that? Why don't you just call me? it P-Tape? I was thinking that, and then I thought Steel Dossier was a little more cryptic. It seems so classy. It does like, seem so much classier yeah, than P-Tape. I, I, I have a lot is. more range. It's kind of undercover. Like, <laughs> well, 
Yeah. I can imagine like at the beginning of the movie when all the studios come up and have their little like little animation yeah. and you know, this beautiful <laughs> gold <laughs> showering them. Yeah. I was just thinking of the movie that I wanted to see the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the PT. Hey anonymous, print that out already. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's get leak that, that tape. I want that tape to be out, but I would not watch that tape. <laughs> you <laughs> would watch that tape. Oh, that's going to be mandatory viewing. <laughs> right, probably. Like for a citizenship right. test. That's what I do with things that I don't like to watch. I just listen. Okay. So, you listen to the pee? I was li- <laughs> how is that less? How is that more gross than watching the pee? Well, it would make you have to pee. Maybe <laughs> So Alex's podcast has a thing called Meat Buddies where you yeah. can like give them money yeah. and then they will review something. So if the PTA gets released, you, someone oh, better, sure. somebody could pay me to review. Yeah, I would better pay him to review it. That's the force. I would allow that, that sponsorship. Pay. Yeah, I would watch it probably because it'd be short, right? I don't know. I mean, how much freedom can you hold? It can't be that it's much. It's like an eight-hour-long piece. No. <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna release it as a trilogy, stretch it out. Trilogy. Trilogy. There we go. I think we're done. Now is our movie. Thank you. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We've been here. Etc. No, no. Let's really play the game now. Okay. Everybody ready? We're going to start with Total Reboot Studios versus Shut Up Chad's Productions. That's you two. Start getting ready. Okay. Now this first one, the first two rounds, we're going to give you a little prompt. Then you're going to do partners. Then somebody's going to go against me. I'm okay at it. I made the game. So it'd be amazing if I won every time, but I don't. But, okay, let's do the first round. I have been thinking about a movie that should make a lot of money. Uh, we're doing a little bit spooky Halloween theme, so everyone get in that frame of mind. Oh, get your okay. horror feelings up. Shane, yeah, get that pen hot. Okay, what I want to see is a movie about a stand-up comedian who really kills. Ooh. Oh. Are you supposed to name the movie? Yeah, at okay. the very end, I'll prompt you to name it if you haven't already. Do it however you want. And so it's just for these two. Y'all can sit it out, but we'll have a moment to take notes. So see if you can make any money by getting a co-producer's credit. Oh. And y'all, we're going to show you your cards. Let's show Chris his deck. You get monkey business, unreliable narrator, and teens with a quote. Let's hear your pitch, please, in three. Okay, so the movie starts with a narrator. That narrator is an old white male comedian who said he would have been a great star once and he's open for all the best. He is telling you that he is the funniest guy, the coolest guy, and the best guy. But nowadays in the open mic and the comedy scene, all these millennials and teens are interfering with his jokes and saying they're offensive. And now he can't perform at colleges anymore. So he's like, hey, uh, like, I'm tired of all this. So he, in a falling down-esque rampage, tries to take down all the millennials, but he's just very clumsy, and Kevin just making mistakes, doesn't kill anybody successfully, just has a lot of monkey business. Uh, and then it turns out, also, all of his jokes weren't funny. They were just bad, and that's why I didn't get booked, and uh, that's why he's an unreliable narrator. The big reveal. Uh, and then it just ends with him not learning any lessons and still doing those jokes at open mics until he dies. Perfect. And what is the working title for this? Oh, Seinfeld after Seinfeld. Okay. So that answers a little bit about casting. Let's have a round of applause for that fresh, hot, improvisational pitch from Total Reboot Studios. So, yeah, okay. So, has Seinfeld agreed to appear in this? Uh, 
I called him, and then he was like, why don't people like my gay jokes anymore? And <laughs> he just started talking to me a lot about how his daughter doesn't respect him. And you um, recorded all of that for the yeah. film. And I, he said enough syllables that I'm able to do a mocap version <laughs> of it. So Andy Serkis has signed on. All right. He deserves an Oscar for this, and uh, all the voice stuff was just perfectly on record. Super. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. That's one great pitch. Uh, anybody else have an alternate title or any notes for Chris? Is the movie going on? Seinfeld, bloody Seinfeld. Uh, okay. Well, all right. All right. Yeah. We I'm can, down for that. In the, like, I mean, you could easily do like a title sequence song of yeah. covering you two, Sunday, bloody Sunday, but Seinfeld, oh, bloody, bloody Seinfeld, and uh, then you don't have either of you guys ever heard that song before. <laughs> <laughs> at karaoke and realized what it was about midway through. Um, <laughs> talk about a troubling time. <laughs> I heard this. That was only for you. So long as we don't use so Bono, because I don't want to give Bono any money. Alright, well, we I, I like how, you know, in different countries you have different names for movies. Uh, so in, like, Ireland it can be uh, Seinfeld, Bloody Seinfeld. Uh, so we can, like, just get all that cross-promotional shit out of the way. Okay, great. Well, any other notes, or should we move on I, to the next amazing pitch, Alex? I was just going to call it The Setup. Oh, that's good. good that's a little too clever for what we're going for. <laughs> yep. You so, want to tell me a little more on the nose? A little stupider. Okay. Stupider, the better in this town, sure, baby. Sure, sure, Baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you do it? I'm not going to do it. Is that for me? This is in Alex's face. Leave it again. That's Hollywood. Love that good podcast. tries to uh, stab a bunch of people. Uh, that's where the monkey business, of course, comes in. He's really incompetent at it because he's been resting on his laurels too long. That's true. Uh, and his skills Seinfeld. have kind of rusted. So <laughs> so young Seinfeld was better at murder? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he <laughs> was at his fucking eyes. I do think he does kill at least like maybe two people, all uh, like a Blue Ruin type person. I don't know, has anyone here seen Blue Ruin? Yep. No, yeah. they did. Oh wow! Cool. Well, for you, for the people that aren't those nerds, uh, it's a. Uh, oh, self the only people who understand. Yeah, also <laughs> yes, your <laughs> good friends. Nerds. 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 Just basically incompetently. Like he only kills people. Like he does kill people because I know the pitch required him to kill. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So he does kill people. Um, but mostly he just accidentally, like sloppily, tries to kill people. Uh, with, of course, the tools of comedy. Uh, with, you know, he he cut someone's throat with a drink ticket that he's yeah. not Oh, use. wow, that's what you do with drink uh, tickets. Exactly. Well, what, and what, once they're dead, you can shove all the drink tickets in their yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too much, sorry, too much. Yeah, there's all that, all that. Um, not too mad, oh, he turns up uh, someone's phone for the light to such a high heat that it burns their face <laughs> up. Uh, that's good, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, Shane, do you want to walk us through your poster? We've just got a new hot poster done. There ain't much to it. I didn't know it was going to be Seinfeld till the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, well, you can tell it's him. <laughs> Can't you see the trailer? <laughs> and that's why we pay you the big bucks. All right, let's move on. Oh my god, there's this face in the, the, oh. the poster, guys. It's so mad. He's so mad at these racist jokes. He's so mad. <laughs> I just love that. 
<laughs> well, no pressure, Whitney, but that was a heck of a pitch. I know, I'm really into Let's see if you can beat it. Let's see your cards. All right, can't I see them? You are working with Manhunt. <coughs> Fish out of water and inanimate made animate. <gasps> Take it's grander it does. And okay. you're pitching for the same premise, which is a stand-up comedian who really kills. Your 30 seconds of planet in your brain starts now. On oh, speaking of weird chance, how are you feeling, shut up chads? You ready? I feel like I feel like the studio is ready. Great. Let's hear your pitch, please. In three, two, one, go. Alright, so the this movie is about a troubled Disaffected open mic host. Mm. Not me. <laughs> but so this open mic host is um is is runs this open mic. They run this open mic at this bar for like ten years, and it's finally starting to die. But like people still keep coming. And so what the, the secret is that this open mic host is actually a murderer. And anytime that somebody that, that you know when they're planning the list, the person will go up to the the person on the list and say, "Are you okay with taking the bullet?" Uh, and then that week that person will die. But so then this this fish out of water shows up. This young this young comic just trying to make a name for for himself. He shows up the open mic, tries to sign up for the list, and he keeps like he's gonna be on the first on the list, but he keeps getting bumped for some reason. It doesn't really make any sense. Uh, but then this open this young open micer figures out that the uh, the open mic host is killing people, but he can't figure out how it's happening, and there's some, there's a love thing. I don't know what happens in it. Um, <laughs> it's hunting men. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what love is, but um, I want you to show me. Um, <laughs> but then the twist of that at the end is that it actually isn't just the open mic host doing the killing. The open mic host has actually bewitched the microphone, and it is the microphone that comes to light and strangles anybody who takes the bullet because his open mic host is trying to kill comedy. There you go. There's some of Sam thing going on with that microphone telling the person to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, that. totally, totally. It's a nice it's, idea. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a reversal because, you know, you usually talk into the mic, now the mic's talking to you. Yeah. Son of, son like of, a speaker. Yeah. Son of, son of Sam Kinison. Uh, all right, all right. All right. That's, you get, you get a good, that's a good working title, Whitney. Uh, <laughs> with that. I just wanted to call it The List. <laughs> and when they choke on the mic, they really choke on yeah. the mic. Let's do all the inside stand-up comedy jokes <laughs> I don't know if people say choke on the mic that No, often. that is an outside. You are pulling it way too <laughs> full close to your mouth and you're choking on it. In all due defense, outside of hitting up a lot of like freestyle rap competitions. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have an eight-mile I don't think anyone chokes on any mic in any discipline. But maybe it's like in baseball where you're supposed to choke up. Yeah, you're choking on the mic. Choke up, choke, you know. Come on, don't hold the mic down here. See, you'll fall. You're a yes-ander, and I like that. They know who to yes-and to. It's like they say, when you know who to yes-and to, you also... No, you finish it. That was the whole thing. Did you say USA? I'm Yeah. What else do they stand for? Oh, that's the best. We got the poster. All right, here's the list. Here's the list. And here's the threatening open mic host. Just doesn't look like me at all. Look at everyone who's so afraid. See, there's so many reasons to be afraid of trying stand-up comedy, you guys. So many reasons. Don't do it. Stay at home. Never do it. Never go outside. You might choke on the mic, you gotta be cautious. <laughs>
See, I thought it was a thing. Uh, do we have a tagline for this movie? Oh. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, um, like, well, are you ready to take a bullet? <laughs> to a drink minimum for the comics. <laughs> Find another copy. <laughs> Try sewing. In no particular order. It's not a hobby, it's a way of death. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Oh. That's pretty good. Damn. Oh. <laughs> I got scared. Right? It's pretty spooky, and it's only going to get spookier. So we just saw two amazing movies. We saw Seinfeld. After Seinfeld. <laughs> After Seinfeld. And we saw The List. And we're going to have audience applause to determine which one of those gets the million bucks of green light. Let's hear it for Seinfeld after Seinfeld. Pretty good, pretty good. And let's hear it for The List. A little bit more heat on that one. Well, it, was it was just a little scarier. Yeah, I know, I mean, yeah. Yours was spoopy. Yeah. Well, mine really spoopy. showed a mirror to society, but okay. <laughs> Yours was maybe too real. We could have Seinfeld cameo in the killing, maybe, like do a walk on. Oh no, I have his contract now, and I'm refusing to let him cooperate with another studio. <laughs> okay, great. Well, angry. That's a good way to maintain power for Total Reboot Studios. All right, you guys, uh, you can relax for two seconds, and you guys get nervous for one whole minute. I'm unrelaxed. Okay, great. Alright, for this next round, we're going to do something a little bit differently. Uh, friend of the show, Pacific Northwestern comedian Douglas Gale, has made this amazing meme, which I want to see the movie of. As you can see up here on the screen, it says, Jiffy Bones, fastest man dead. And you've got this skeleton, and he is just running at the speed of light. I really want to see this movie, and I really want to see what you studios will do with it. So can we please have... Stu Stu Studio and Steel Dossier do the movie adaptation of Jiffy Bones. So let's see what Alex is working with. Stu Stu Studio, let's see your cards. You get tripping balls, vaguely European supervillain, and magical minority. And it's a baby hippo. Look at that baby hippo. All right, so start thinking about how you're going to work that into the Jiffy Bones scenario because uh, Netflix gave us $20 million to make this this weekend. Really need you to pull through, guys. All right, well, I think Stista Studio has had a very nice plump 30 seconds. Are you feeling ready? Uh, no. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's hear your take on Jiffy Bones, fastest man dead in three, two, one. All right, so we, op we open on a young artist who is uh, doing oil changes to pay the rent. <laughs> Classic story, we've seen it a million times. Right, but he's working, he's wearing his, his coveralls, he's under a car one day, but his mind is on his art. He would rather be painting and doing uh, brilliant, life-changing work. Uh, when he's not paying enough attention, he turns the thing, I know cars, um, and uh, a bunch of used motor oil pours down his mouth, which we've been told is bad for you. But it's just like how they used to say that like, if you smoke pot, you're gonna murder people. It's not actually that bad, it just gets you fucking high. So he's tripping balls, right? Now he's high out of his mind, and he thinks that uh, people are trying to get him. So the guy who owns the car and is, uh, you know, vaguely European, <laughs> and by that I mean, like, white. Um, 
uh, he, uh, the, the, our artist believes, uh, oh, our artist's name is uh, uh, Hank. And Hank it believes that he, um, that, the, that the car owner is trying to kill him. He runs, but he, his coveralls are slowing him down. So he takes off his coveralls, <laughs> and he's running oh, naked. That. Now he, yes, right, yeah. he's, he's super naked, uh, but in his head he has no skin. He's, in his head it's all, it's all skeletal, but in the reality it's just a naked guy. And then, um, and uh, of course, even though he's, uh, all, he's high, in a, a great visual pun, he also trips over his own balls. So he's tripping balls while he's tripping balls. Now, uh... Is that the moment where he becomes a skeleton? Is all his skin just peels off from the balls? In his head. So we are in, we have, this is like an unreliable visual narrator. Okay. So we are seeing him as skeletal, but the European guy is like, Duh, you have my oil cap, or whatever. I owned a car once, so he, it's like the bike chain of a car, you know what I mean. So anyway, uh, while he's running, uh, an actual athlete is running down the street as well, uh, and he is, um, uh, what minority is he? We'll say... Uh, Careful. I know, I know. What's a good one right now? Uh, left-handed. He's left-handed, and... <laughs> That witch. <laughs> he sees this runner who's clearly left-handed. He like takes out his phone and sends a text with his left thumb. That's how you know. And then he puts it back in his pocket while he keeps running. And uh, in the classic trope, uh, the guy is like, "Man, you're naked." And he's like, "Oh shit, you've taught me all the things I needed to know about life and love, but I didn't realize until the minority told me." And so he stops running. <laughs> throws up the motor oil because it's making him very sick and then he's instantly sobered and then uh, he dies. It's a down ending. Perfect. He just, he's, he, he shouldn't drink motor oil, guys. It's a morality play. Cautionary tale. It's a cautionary tale. Got a very special episode. Yeah. It's a real, it's sometimes, you know, some movies have happy endings, but sometimes it's award season and the people just die. So then we get the teasing the full time, but at the very end when he's in the coffin is when he's actually a skeleton. You know, I have no idea what I said. <laughs> well, it's better than a lot of movies. You know how sometimes you're really hungry and you just like grab whatever by the door to eat as you leave and you go like, I, why do I have a whole box of crackers and a banana? This, that's how I feel like I'm talking right now. Is I, it's just... I feel like in the trailers he would be shown as the skeleton the whole time, but then you do watch the movie and you realize that he was never actually the skeleton. You shouldn't show naked on that movie. You're like, this is just a sad movie. No, I already promised a running skeleton and I got a metaphor. This is snow dogs all over again. They said they were talking documentary and that was just named Cupid and Junior were having hypothermia? Yeah. Very disappointing. Really? What happened? Oh, yeah. yeah, they weren't talking dogs. It was just in the trailer. This is a nightmare. What? It was in a dream sequence and they made it look like it was the actual film. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing was Cupid and Junior realizing he had a white dad. So we've got the poster for Snow Dogs slash Jiffy Bones A. You can see some oil vomit. Yeah. yeah. There's the left-handed guy chasing the skeleton. There he is. That's pretty the good. Sinister the sinister hand. The sinister hand. <laughs> the devil's hand, you know, as they call that. self. By okay. the way, his name was Hank because he was working at Oil Can Henry's. I'm trying to make a thing. I forgot to come back to it. That'll be 
the very last thing in the credits. Uh, also, the whole reason we're talking about oil was because like Jiffy Bones, I thought of Jiffy Lube, which never came back either. Good to know. Well, there's a very intimate peek inside the creative process. That is Jiffy Bones, eh? I also wish I had done better. <laughs> I just want to add a little thing. Is that, look, I may have lost to Whitney, yeah. but uh, everyone remember that. At least you didn't lose to me. <laughs> but this nerd, Alex Falcone, has a freaking notebook that he wrote out his own plot line. So that movie, Whitney and I, we did it. We did it raw dog from our minds. All I wrote no is, notebook contest for us. <laughs> this is what I wrote. I wrote balls, colon, oil in mouth. <laughs> That's my note. So I'm glad I had this. Alex. Thank you. Penmanship looks great. Alright. Let's move on. Let's stay here another 10 minutes. No, I love it. I love it. What is the most magical musical? What is the spookiest sitcom? What is the sexiest seven? These are the important questions we ask every Wednesday on Bracket Royale. Hi, it's Chris Hotomy, the host of Bracket Royale. And on this show, I'm joined by two cool guests to debate, discuss, and discover what's the deal with all these topics. We use a handy-dandy bracket and have a lot of fun and fury. So check us out, and when you listen, you will find the answers you've been looking for. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special the very different strokes of child molestation Aww. to be Arthur's abortion. Mm-hmm. Please join us. Pop culture, slop culture, <laughs> at a very special episode, podcast.com, and also the River City Podcast Federation for a very special good time. On a very special episode. Jiffy Bones A, but what could Jiffy Bones otherwise be? Let's hear Jiffy Bones B with Andy's Studios, st- uh, your name is the, the Steel dossier. dossier. I can't spell dossier. Let's hear your pitch, please, of Jiffy Bones in three, two. Wait, I have to learn the things. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do that. Go do it right now. Go raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your cards are uh, Brain dog, Jail, dog, dog. Heroic Feats of Property Damage, like and With a Twist. <laughs> And actually, can we talk about this with a twist? So the uh, illustration with the twist uh-huh. is a pretzel, but with eyes where the empty parts would be. Mm-hmm. But he's got legs also. Yeah. And then he's holding a knife to butter himself. Yeah. But then there's this really scary needle. There's a syringe. <laughs> yeah, what's the syringe about? Well, he's from a science place. Carolyn's uh, art is always a, a, science a monstrous nightmare <laughs> escape. Uh, oh, and that, thank that makes, you. Yeah, I know, it's amazing. It's disturbing. I don't think there's anything darker. It's in brain jail. I get it. I don't think there's anything darker than a pretzel buttering itself. That is a <laughs> horrific image. Be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not dark so much as nasty. Oh, I mean, you think it's a sex thing? 100%. It's distressing. I agree with Alex. It's distressing. <laughs> I know, but like, I mean, talk about raw dogging, am I right? No. No, what do you mean? There's no dogs, there's nothing raw. What are you talking about? He's a cooked pretzel. Talk about a snow dog. <laughs> credit for that tagline on snow dogs? I think you should have it. I've never had sex, so I don't know what's going on. I'm sure there's butter involved. I don't know. I assume there's a pretzel involved. I always go to the store and find one. 
And that's why you can't go to Fred Meyer's on Cesar Chavez anymore. <laughs> Honey, since our anniversary, I was thinking about going raw dog. And by that I mean I brought my own butter. <laughs> you know, like they do. Those rappers are always talking about it. Extremely raw dogs. I hope we bought you enough time for that great raw dog riff. Raw dog, raw dog, raw dog. No! Guys, no! Safety! You start a chant, you don't know where it's going to finish. That's okay. That's why you should raw dogs. You don't know where it's going to finish. That doesn't make sense. I. This for you. You know, raw dog backwards is God War. story where he fucked a swan? Do you guys remember that one? Yeah. He was, has a swan. He was a swan. You know, you're right, sorry. He turned into a swan to fuck a lady. That was yeah. the thing. Like he also tried this to like is a, a deer and This is a green side. You should look this up. Turn into a he swan? He turned himself into a swan and fucked Lita. But that doesn't make any right. sense. Well, what if that was what right. she was into? So, apparently, according to Greek mythology, turning into a non-humanoid being was the best way to get laid. This is good to know. Wait, do you want to hear something worse? Um, definitely, yeah. always. She she got pregnant. With a swan? Yep. Okay, then she had a Would swan. Would you want to hear it get worse? Oh, God. <laughs> in all the paintings, <laughs> he up. is penetrating her with his beak. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, what else yeah, would he fucking do? No, but then Wouldn't how does he, he make it Not if he can show his pregnant, his that means it came out of his mouth. Yeah, that's how swans do it. That's why they're so angry, and that's why you should not let them attack you. Because they want to. They want then they, when they eat bread, it keeps them from having babies. Do you know who came out of that pregnancy? I got it. No, I clearly have a great, great grasp of Greek mythology. So Helen no. of Troy. Helen. True. True story. Well, I mean, obviously not true. But like, True story. True story. But according to the story. Factual, factual. You guys know. Actual, factual. So I guess that's a pretty happy ending after all. Yeah. Yeah, she had a great life. Yeah. Good. I just want to say, like, Helena Troy is a proud Middle Eastern woman, and as a proud Middle Eastern man, I'm going to say we are all descended from swans. You're mostly (laughs) swan mouth juice. Yeah. Yeah, checks out. Well, still, Dossier, I hope that was enough time to write several novels. And it's really a, a, exactly as inspiring as that. Let's hear your take. Okay, guys. Uh, Jiffy Bones. Go ahead. The yes. fastest man dead. Let's hear it. Okay. In three, two. Uh, we start at Burning Man. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm in. And he ate popcorn at Burning Man. Okay, he ate Jiffy popcorn nice, on nice. at Burning Man. He put it on the, f- the statue fire. <gasps> he put it on that, and then oh, all man. the hippies were like, fuck you, oh, Jiffy Bones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Classic hippie insult. He was like, <laughs> He was like, whoa, man, I gotta go. And uh, he ran to the Pueblo, I think. Um, and uh, it's like, there is so much property damage. Because like, the popcorn that he was a poppin' knocked over the statue. All the hippies are on fire, which I love. And um, 
Um, then, like, okay, here's the thing. While he's running and the popcorn oil is on him, his skin melts off, but it's okay, because the twist is that he wakes up and he's been pissing on a Russian prostitute this whole time. Oh. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Ripped from the headlines. Doesn't get more modern than that. I like that you refer to it as property damage to knock over the man at Burning Man. Like they weren't just gonna burn it, and that was the whole point. How dare you break our man? No, it's the same philosophy of candles on a, uh, on a birthday cake. You don't knock that cake over before those candles are blown out. You know, I actually just said that it burns to the ground, but I used it as property damage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta be honest, I was cheating. Okay, cool, cool. But it was before the things There's lots of burnable material. Yeah. Big man, you know. He can knock over all kinds of bikes and art um, installations. So a lot of, of things made out of tissue paper and yeah. LED lights. Yeah. Knock over the orgy tent? Because that would anger the most amount of people at Burning Man. That's where Zeus met the swan. <laughs> he was the swan. I was okay. mistaken. You, yeah. could, you didn't listen to that whole I was coming up with my great ideas. <laughs> you could you did like Burning mythology. Man. You did have that. So. There you go. At yeah, you did. See, it's I super really helpful like to have this, I really like Burning Man as a setting, and I wish that there were more movies set at Burning Man. Yeah. I wish that there were Steven Seagal movies set at Burning Man. <laughs> right. Okay. okay, some kicking. I hear well, kicking. No, no, movies where he's just sitting down the whole time, and his body double is most of the movie. <laughs> Nice. Okay, you're, you're someone that's watched a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> and I, don't your, I don't want your input on my Steven Seagal <laughs> He just doesn't do the work. <laughs> I feel like this is great because there could be the scene where the guy is running. Steven Seagal has Jiffy Bones. As Jiffy Bones. Steven Seagal as Jiffy Bones is running. And yeah. you see him, but nobody's freaking though. out because they just think it's a costume. So like everyone's like, yeah, of course there's a skeleton on fire. That's what we do here. You know? <laughs> I also like that you could get Steven Seagal in the Chiefs since it's mostly just going to be CG bones, and no one can, no one's going to be like, that doesn't look like real Steven Seagal's fever. <laughs> it's got a ponytail, though. <laughs> the only hair it has. Here's the poster, hot yeah. off the press. <laughs> it doesn't have a ponytail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can has a ponytail. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Ponytail. going through some shit. <laughs> this is only sequel. Well, you know, there was that one Greek myth where Zeus turned into a golden shower to impregnate somebody. <laughs> <laughs> also real. Really? No. Yes. 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 Sometimes no. peeing yes. is the only way to put somebody out when they're on fire. Fire and See how funny he is. I did not pee on her. 
That's nice. Oh, it's a ending, but yeah. it was a good story. <laughs> you think that's the sad part? Is that but it didn't if, feel honest? If we were a Burning Man and if we I didn't have a cup of water. And you couldn't stop or drop or roll. And we were Russian. And we were Russian. And you were being. And you were on like a bed Obama slept in. Then <laughs> you have to do it. I just feel like. When Obama this, went to Burning Man. I feel like I watched this cool Burning Man movie. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it cuts to golden showers. I just feel like I would be disappointed. That's what everyone's Burning Man experience is like. Right. Like the last day, you're like, what the fuck? Is that? Just <laughs> all right. The thing is, I, I, why I, going. I love there's a meta level to this because when you're watching a movie, usually towards the end you're like, I gotta pee, but I gotta see how it ends. <laughs> So the popcorn makes you want to get popcorn, the pee makes you want to pee. Exactly. I'm like, I have to pee right now, and all this talking about pee is not helping. But... Talk about pee! Talk, Talk about, about pee! pee. <laughs> now it's just the three of you. Nobody is participating. Chanting is fun! First one is. Oh, you should change your student name to Shut Up Chance. <laughs> So we just saw two amazing versions that could be of Jiffy Bones, The Fastest Man Dead. I want you to take a moment to think about who you're going to applaud the hardest for. And we're going to go in order. First, we're going to go for Sista Studios. Yeah, that's the one with the oil and money. I don't remember. Just blackout. Black oh, there was a balls joke. Yeah, there was balls joke. Can we, we clap again now that I reminded you about that great balls joke in the middle? What are you against with balls? Oh. Oh, see, one point. I feel stuff. like if you're watching a movie, <laughs> you're corrupting the vote right I now. I actually feel like I feel you're like, corrupting the vote with pee. He is. We all are. Here's the other crap. Now, like it used to be, you could just watch a pee tape, but now it's so political. <laughs> now it's PG. Now it's PG thirteen. I want you to leave. <laughs> Can you go? Not yet, because there's more rounds. I want to go. There's more rounds. Oh. You have to vote. Okay, yeah, let's hear it for Jiffy Bones B, Burning Man. <laughs> Did I hear more heat on A than B? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the person who said no means that I didn't, and that B is the winner. Somebody else? I it's will finished. call you a liar. <laughs> so, so glad I have to do the next round. <laughs> yeah, you want to move along or should we hang out in the pee pee? Let's or? move along. <laughs> 20 more minutes. Okay. I'm gonna pee. Alright. I'm gonna pee. Okay, now. Okay. partner's round, right? No, we, we put a bow on it. The winning studios get to choose who they want to partner up with at the midpoint. Your partner's going to finish the screenplay, so you are combining studios temporarily. So, uh, one of our winners is Andy, and one of our winners is Whitney. Whitney, let's hear your choice. You get to pick between these two boys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to choose between both of them. Wait, so is Andy one but doesn't get a choice? Yeah. Do you have a preference? Okay. Do you have thoughts? <laughs> I mean, she gets the fault. Sit next to people. I know. <laughs> yeah, you can just keep your boys that you have. Let's keep our boys. <laughs> Let's keep, keep our boys. Our boys. Stop it! 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 Stop it!
feel like a community. Hey, give peace a chance. Give peace a chance. I'll just go. Ah, uh, you know what? You're right. I'll go. Give peace a chance. Give peace a chance. Peace wins. All right, let's see what this team's cards are. They're coming up. We've got Total Reboot and Shut Up Chad. So you are nice. <laughs> Sorry, I'm strategizing. Good, it's good. Good people. So what are we doing? Yeah, you're not doing it yet. So you can just oh, observe. Just chilling? Yeah, you're chilling. And this is for Total Shut Up Chad's Productions. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the head is right in front, so it's a oh, cord. It's a robot He's a computer. I get it. Oh, oh, cyber ring. You know what's in right now? Sexy robots. We've got robots you can fuck that are about to murder you in real life, and we've also got Blade Runner coming out. So we're gonna try this new card, Robot Assassins. Nice. It's one of the ones you're gonna be working with. And then for y'all, we got High Stakes Games of Chance and Coveted Tchotchke, which is, you know, like a MacGuffin or a Maltese Falcon. Just something people want. Oh, trinket. So, uh, audience, why don't you pick a genre? What kind of sexy robot movie do you want to see? A film, a musical film noir. Yes, yes. Perfect. You're gonna work it. Yeah. Think about it. Plan it with each other. At the midpoint, we'll switch from Whitney to Chris, doing the talking. So your time to think starts now. Let's hear your musical noir, and then when I say switch, who's ever talking, switch to the next person, and they're gonna finish it, all right? All right. Let's hear it in three, two, one. Okay, so the premise is, is a poke apocalyptic post-apocalyptic wasteland. There are- I like the first thing you said the, better. <laughs> poke apocalypse. It's a musical. Shut up. It's a Facebook musical, guys. No. Um, and so the, uh, the entire wasteland is run by the sex robots now. See, so they're in charge. And uh, so they've been throwing television shows, and sort of like Hunger Games style shows, for the youth that are running around ragged, because it's the apocalypse and they're ragged. Um, so they have a, a, a star search type of game show that they have three <laughs> youths on, and uh, it's a high stakes game of chance. Which, if you lose, you die. But if you win, <laughs> you get anything you want. Anything. And that one thing that you can, the one thing that our protagonists want is, a magical Trotsky, which wants to shut down all the sex robots. And if they can win through all their singing, because this is a singing musical movie, and while other people are like magicians or ventriloquists, where other garbage people win these kind of talent shows, this person is singing pop songs by Kesha or Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's actually or, just both of them. Instead. Yeah, those, two, those are the only two people we got. Uh, and it's great, and it's fun. And eventually they do win. Of course, there's twists and turns, but we don't want to spoil that. They get that trash key and they're able to turn off all the sex robots. It's like a battery that turns off the robots. And save the freaking world. And the movie is called America's Bot Talent. Alex is dead. Switch. Did you mean next? Because you're next. Uh, let's do it. Any other notes on this one? That's really good. I'm ready to watch it. I didn't hear any songs. Yeah. At the end. Let's hear a song. At the end, when Kesha has won the contest and is using the magic battery trash key to turn off all the robots, she's singing, I hope you're somewhere slaying. Nice. Okay, that's what she's doing. Because they kill yeah, And of course, at the end, like, let's dance tonight, like tonight, that we're gonna die young. Oh, God, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're not, we know we're not a perfect studio, but we believe. We do believe. All right, so we have belief from Total Chads. <laughs> Total, Total Chads. Chads. And that was a pretty amazing. Now let's see what y'all are working with on your team, Steel Steel Dossier. Yeah. You also get Robot Assassins. Ooh. And you get Manhunt, along with a whole city populated by goofballs. What? So your 30 or seconds to plan it now starts, so you can talk can to Andy. Do so going. Uh, you're doing the same genre. We are. We're also doing musical noir. Musical noir. <laughs> musical noir. Yeah, popular genre, musical noir. It's Let's hear from Steel Steel Dossier in three, two, one, go. Like most noirs, this was a, this takes place on a train, and it starts out with a college girl, uh, and she's in the back of the train. And everything, everybody else on the train are dudes. There's just a sea of dudes on this train, and no what, there's only one of them. <laughs> one of them is a real man, and the rest of them are Westworld-style robot assassins. And she has to find the one man that's not gonna murder her. This whole thing is a metaphor for dating. So she, also the robot assassins have herpes. So she has to get. She's navigating the train, trying to not get murdered by the robot assassins with herpes. And that's the manhunt, just trying to find her one man that is going to work for her. Switch. Okay, so the train is barreling towards um, the prospect of having a date on the internet amongst goofballs. So that's she the has, town of goofballs. That's the, the goofball internet. town. Uh, it's also called Grinder, and she just doesn't want to go there because she wants good old-fashioned dating, just like when you have to find a robot or who isn't a robot on a train, and then. Here's the thing, guys. There's so much musical action. There's jazz hands. Yep. Uh, the robots are doing like like it's it's fr it's in black and white, and they've got cigarettes and herpes. That's the noir part. That's the noir part. And uh, they share cigarettes. They also have mouth herpes. Yeah, it's classic noir. It's called Strangers on a Herpes. Herpes on a train. Herpes on a train. Really Sorry. made sure they got that joke. Good job. Really, oh, really sold that. I sure did. So I think the town should be great team. It should be Tinderville. Oh yeah. Because Grinder is for not. I her. I don't follow this stuff. I thought it was gonna be Snowpiercer. I hardly know her. Those <laughs> <laughs> points go to us. I, I, I think that's a steal. I yeah. think they got it. I'm ready to bring on like another studio to collaborate. I, yeah, I feel like this one's gonna get rewritten a few times. <laughs> Thirty, 30 screenwriters, fifteen directors. Yeah, this is gonna be real the mummy style. There's gonna be a lot of people collaborating on this before it gets out. So I don't care. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, just thinking I really like this concept more than the audience does. <laughs> That's okay. We haven't asked them how much you like it yet. They've been listening. But we can tell. Uh, only one person is crying, so you're not out yet. <laughs> not oh, out yet. I know I'm stoked about being out. That is what really, <laughs> it's I just think I like the idea of her trying to fuck these guys and finding out they're killer robots and be like, no, throw them out of the train. Well, that's when the jaunty musical happens. And can it's I hear one of your big numbers? Let me get like a little flavor of the sound. Hello, my baby, I'm not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the robots is they're not great liars. <laughs> um, are there any robot dicks? On the robots. So yeah. many. Every robot. That's where the herpes are. The yeah, you cannot miss them. They're so big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course they're robot dicks. Good. That's how she they doesn't want dicks. any of that robot dick. Right, yeah. she keeps, that's her catchphrase that's during the movie. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't want none of that robot dick. But she does it to the camera while smoking. She's like, that's, that's I don't the want any of that robot song. dick. That's the second song. It's yeah. 
yeah, yeah. It's her, it's her hopes and it's dreams like song. It's Chicago, yeah. It's, it's what her want song is, yeah. definitely. It's, no, it's not, not that robot, robot dick. It's just like that. It's weird. It's, it may seem like a coincidence, but we also got Kesha. <laughs> Let's see. We just heard two amazing musical noirs. We heard America's Bot Talent and Herpes on a Train. <laughs> no, what was your title for it? Snowpiercer. I hardly knew her. Okay, yeah. Do you like that better? I have a way better title. If you if they vote for it, we can win it. Yeah, if, they, if you vote for that title, it goes to us. Okay. I want to well, lose, so this is over. What's the tagline for America's Bot Talent? It's America. That's it. Lowercase America. In this robot economy, <laughs> Song is the only code you need to code. Okay, uh, we're going with America. <laughs> Your charming smile was not overcome the weakness of that riff. And you guys charming. have one more chance to steal your win. What's your tagline? Hello, my baby. I'm not a robot. <laughs> Hello, I'm not a robot. Hello, Hello my, my baby. baby. I'm not a robot. Otherwise, it would be a terrible tagline. <laughs> Draft. I want that in the Terminator reboot where it's like, hello, I'm not the robot. <laughs> I'm not the robot. <laughs> so I hope our audience is thinking about where they want to spend their money. Let's hear the applause for America's Bot Talent. Pretty hot, pretty hot. And last but not least, Snowpiercer on a train, herpes. Snowpiercer, I hardly know her. Thank you. I do think that the winners are Total Chads on that round, which makes Shut Up Chads production the finalist. And you're gonna go head to head against me for all the money. But you have to choose another team up here to partner with. I don't understand. What? What? Even that? Shane doesn't even have a microphone. For this final round, our task is to grittily reboot any of the previous films that we have seen so far. Ooh. So, let's go through them. We've got Seinfeld after Seinfeld. It's pretty gritty already. The uh. List. Also gritty. Jiffy Bones about oil and Jiffy Bones about Burning Man. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Two ways of Jiffy that bone. Uh, we've got America's Bot Talent and Snowpiercer, I hardly knew her. You choose first. I you walk the long path. I want the Burning Man movie. Ooh, I want the Burning Man nice. movie. Very I nice. Love it. I thank you. I love it's the setting. All yours. <laughs> I love it's the ending. I liked it too. <laughs> I liked it as well. Oh, I thought you said you liked the ending. I'm like, how did that? No, I like, like the setting. <laughs> the setting. The ending. Nobody liked. <laughs> Which is why we're gonna grittily reboot it. <laughs> uh, the ending was. The pee tape. Yeah, we're gonna make it grittier. It's gonna be. Uh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be scatty. They're gonna have kidney stones. Oh, in the pee. It's gonna be oh, very gritty. Is, uh, Why am I helping you? That's okay. I was gonna say that. Yes. Wait, People. are you doing a different one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do America's Bot Talent. So you and I are. You and I, I guess. Yes. Whitney's getting some support. That's cool. Am I just doing it? I didn't know. Uh, you can just do it, but if you want yeah. to do a partner, do a partner. Okay. It's your choice. You have a studio. Now you have a lot of clout. You have a lot of good production. Oh, that's true. Play it how you want it. Let's see your cards. 
you get beauty plot. <laughs> yeah, I never get the LOLs with these. Uh, makeover montage and happy ending. Speaking about that train going into a tunnel. There you go. Uh what is the Hosey Hustle? It's a show about success. Choo choo ka choo, you're gonna be on the cover of Forbes in a month. It's a show about health. You eat enough steaks and your butt just closes for business. <laughs> yeah. This, you put that up there, you're going to have whole steaks come out of your butt and clean it right out. It's a show about food. The hot dog will be murdered when you eat it. Yeah. Presumably all hot dogs are murdered. And when it's going to scream. And condiments. I like to call balsamic vinegar devil blood. Ooh. That's what they call it uh, in Arizona where I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know. Would you like some olive oil and devil blood for your bread? But mostly, it's a show about product pitches submitted by you, the listener, that I workshop with a guest. Lucy's Goose Sandals. Lucy's Goose Sandals. They're in the shape of gooses, and they all have a picture of Lucille Ball. Come on and listen to it on the River City Podcast Federation, wherever podcasts are sold. I wish. I'm doing this for free. I think that all this dick pic needed was a little exposure. You're welcome. I love you. Hey there, it's Alex Falcone, and I'm the host of a podcast called Read It and Weep. Why are we watching Gladiator right now? Uh, one, because I always wanted to and I wasn't allowed to as a kid. <laughs> Can the new subtitle for this podcast just be Fuck You, Mom and Dad? <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we're going to eat candy and stay up late. <laughs> Each month, we pick a theme, and our listeners have to decide on the movies that we watch based on that theme. Happy what month, everybody? The Rocktober. January is Jantiquity on Read It and Weep. Each week, my co-host Anthony Lopez and a panel of hilarious comedians watch the movie, talk about it, and play some games inspired by it. Now it's time for lightning bonus round. Just a quick game of No Retreat, No Surrender. How would you fail to survive? I'm going to play a quick game of One Change. I think it would have been better if they were all snakes. snakes. (laughs) Snakes of Egypt, you know? Oh, man. (laughs) Read it and weep. Listen now on read-weep.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Let's hear your gritty reboot so all these tired people can go home in three, two, one, go. So it's less of a gritty reboot and more of like the other half of the movie to make the ending of The Burning Man make sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you remember, there was a pee tape out of nowhere. Yeah. That was a twist, right? So, so it starts like the movie did before. Steven Seagal got the popcorn, going up to the man, popping the popcorn. Hippies are mad, right? But then one of the hippies doesn't care. I should stop calling the One of the people at Burning Man doesn't care. And she runs away because she's, she's busy. She has to go do something. It's the B plot, right? She runs away from B. There's a fucking B. Uh, at Burning Man. B. Burning Man. And she runs to a, a tent. And she gets to it, getting away from the bee. Uh, she's freaking out, but then she realizes, you know, because she's tripping, because it's Burning Man. And so she realizes all like, she's truly beautiful inside, and she's got all these great talents, and she should share them with people. There's chaos outside. Everything's raining down. You know, like the popcorn's going everywhere. The man is burning on the ground, and they're mad about it. Uh, she's inside having a makeover montage. She's covering her face with dirt, because there's no makeup at Burning Man. It's just dirt. Uh, and there's, there she is, and she's wearing a snake uh, in, the ma- in the montage. It's great. But... <laughs> So then she runs out to, to stop the man who's running from running away, and she crashes into him. She just crash, and they have this like ah, this moment of love, right? And then they converse, and their eyes and their eyes they know together. Oh, what we want to make together is a pee tape, and then it cuts to the pee tape. It's a happy ending for everyone. <laughs> 
the movie finally makes sense now. I really love what you just did there, but just so you know, as soon as you said it's not so much a gritty reboot, I voted for her. Ah. You had one job. It's a gritty reboot round. Well, that's what it was. It was We used footage from the original There's movie. There's a lot of sand at Burning Man. Yeah, it's already <laughs> Myself, as a reboot expert, I'll say that uh, the term reboot is basically means nothing anymore. It doesn't mean anything. So, uh, what that are words? so you're an expert at something that means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm an anthropology and theater major, so yeah, stuff that means nothing is right up my alley. I majored in human things. <laughs> I know what love and human love is. They're all just dying. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for yours. Well, thank you. You uh, might be even more off track, but we'll see. Let's see my cards. I am working with League of Lovable Losers, Product Placement, there's the chips, and Corpse Hijinks. Okay, y'all talk amongst yourself. I'll start okay. thinking. We are going to hear the amazing gritty reboot for America's Bot Talent from my studio, Comfetti Studios, Splish. Imagine you got Splish. Did you say Comfetti? I did. Please. Alex doesn't like our poop words, guys. It's not a poop word, guys. It's not about poop at all. Please be aware. We have watched literally the whole That would be number three. Lucky number three. Uh, let's hear it. Our reboot in three, two, one, go. Okay, uh, you know who are really losers are all the obsolete phones that we don't use anymore. So we can't use them anymore, we throw them all away, but all the phones that we throw away hang out together until they gain sentience. And that's when those phones rise up and become the sexy pop stars. But the thing is, is that now the phones have our brains in them. Every weird porno you've ever looked at, every weird thing on eBay, they know. And all the weird times you've looked at the computer screen without like looking good at all and you have your weird smashed face, they have it connected too. So they take all of that information to become the sexiest pop stars ever. And that's how they're mining content on the stage and screen. Until they realize that the only way to really get ahead and get the best bodies is to reanimate the corpse of Steve Jobs. Classic. Oh, and this is all sponsored by Apple. So they fill up the Applejack with Steve Jobs. Now they don't have the headphones anymore. They just have Steve Jobs' bones inside the iPhones. And then all those iPhones come together. iPhones. iPhones. <laughs> and becomes Steve Jobs. And then he ends up like, you know, killing a bunch of people, but he also performs for a while. And briefly, he's the president. And yeah, this is the gritty. That's a biopic, right? right? Yeah, it's yeah. coming out this fall. It's, it's the, third, where are the, youth? the third Steve Jobs biopic. <laughs> yes, but this is the best one because where are the youth. Uh, the where youth. are the heroic youth? Yeah, where is the youth? Those are the phones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the phones are the losers. Yeah, the, the youth are always looking at their phones and not living life like we used to. Right? Yeah. Everybody looks so long at the Steve Jobs. Adam Moth. It's Moth. Moth. Steve Moth. Someone tell a story. <laughs> Everyone looks so long at Steve Jobs' big body that's made of computers and blood that they atrophy into skeletons, and then the skeletons become computer batteries, and there's a cameo by Jiffy Bones. David Hopkins. David Hopkins. It's called iBones, and it's going to be amazing. I feel like if you tried to have sex with Steve Jobs, 
it, you wouldn't fit inside him because he would have some sort of proprietary orifice. <laughs> we definitely have that scene. That's the tagline. You fit inside him once, and the next time you go back, he's updated. Does anybody have an adapter? Yeah. I need a dongle. I'd like to bone this guy. Dongle. Dongle. It's the dongle. Uh, editors know at this moment there was a moth flying around the venue as if there wasn't enough chaos and Chris Hotomy caught it with his fingertips. So there you go. Caught the moth. I'm gonna leave for a moment. Totally normal human behavior from Chris. You know that classic human thing where you grab a moth out of the air. The moth has been dealt with. <laughs> what a finale! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, totally shut up, Chad Productions. What was your movie named? This this reboot that you What was the original name? You were going. <laughs> I mean, the original American name of the Bo- Jiffy Bones. Jiffy Bones. Oh, it was Jiffy, oh, yeah, you're Jiffy, Jiffy Bones. Jiffy Bones Man Edition. Um. J- j- Jiffy Burns. Jiffy Burns, yeah. Jiffy Burns. That's you? All right. Oh, that's a terrible name. Sorry. <laughs> no, you, you're helping. Name, I'm sorry. I know. But I have a robot in my movie. What? What? Love in a Jiffy. Love in a Jiffy. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Thank you. Is that producer Thank Sarah? You. Yes. That producer Sarah. Oh, movie too now. Fuck yeah. Part of the studio now. And my. You like Chad's? Okay. Chad's, yes. And mine, of course, was Eye Bones. So go ahead. Which I also, we also you, came you, up with. You named, yeah, yeah. you named your movie, our movie, your movie again, and her movie. <laughs> Very I, might be, I, might, I, I think you might be a mogul. <laughs> you do get a producer's credit, and you get to like come and eat the catering, craft service whenever you want. <laughs> craft service. Yeah, I'm having bagels. Every day. Every darn day. Every bagel day. So, you just heard two amazing reboots. Go ahead and think with your applause. Let's hear it first Balancing. <laughs> right? Think yeah. with your applause. Choke on the mic. Think with your applause. We're reinventing convention. You might be a robot, too. I am probably <laughs> a robot. <laughs> if I saw origami, I would flip it over. That's my turning test. It's a robot joke. Yeah, it's a robot it thing. It was like a joke. <laughs> you should have beat that turning this test. This will resemble a joke. <laughs> Love in a Jiffy. And then last but maybe least, let's hear for Ibone. That was fair. Love in a Jiffy, the big winner, winning of Shut Up Chad Productions. I'm going to get you your trophy out of the bag. Everybody can applaud. You do. Holy shit. It's like the the end of of, uh, Whose Lines Anyway, where you win, so you get to improvise with Drew Carey. Cleveland Rock. Cleveland Rock. It ends with Rock. all right. Yeah. No, it ends there's a couple. I don't care. A Whitney. What's the surprise? show. A Whitney. What's the surprise? No, they're not. No, they're not. Nervous. Nervous. I want to get my trophy. What's the prize? Your prize is this amazing VHS. 
Oh my god. Faces yeah. of Death, The Final Journey, Volume 1. I know, it's definitely haunted. This is actually a Faces of Death? Yeah. This is horrible. No. <laughs> you don't have to watch it though, you get to wear it. Oh good. It's spray painted gold and it's on a gold chain. But it only carries death. <laughs> and you can wear it for as long as you're up here. You might just want to hang it on your wall. I don't later. even want to look at the I can keep this over There's no pictures of actual death, but inside the VHS. In the VHS, it's, 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 it's pre-internet death. Yes. Yes. It's thought we saw terrible things. Yeah. Before YouTube. Yeah, before you had Reddit, you had to go actually pick this up from somebody. Sticker on this. Reddit on VHS. Pull out all the tape and throw it away. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is definitely haunted, but... I'm okay with that. The night's young. It's gonna get more haunted. <laughs> My favorite part of this is that it calls itself a shockumentary. Feel <laughs> <laughs> like you gave it the series as well. And everybody, that is pitch. Please have a big round of applause Thank for all of our guests. We've got Andy May, Alex Ocon, Whitney Street, Chris Kadami, and Shane Hosey. Don't anybody, show it on the mic. Anybody want to say where they are online, like your Twitter for our audience, Andy? At A N D I E M A I N. Now who's a robot? <laughs> Not me. You can find all of my stuff at alexfalcone.ninja. Awesome. Whitney? I'm just on Twitter, at Woody Street. Chris? Uh, hi, I'm Chris Hotomy. Sorry. Uh, it's okay, we're old <laughs> friends. Uh, <laughs> and I can't spell my sister's name either. Just, right, yeah, just two me. robots having a dialogue. By the end of this, you'll be a robot too, okay? Uh, it's catching, it's a disease. You don't need to follow me on Twitter, but follow my other shows in the River City Podcast Federation. We do read Recycle with Kyle McCormick. Um, where we've had, well, we've had Carol, we've had Shane, we had uh, Falcone on, uh, and then uh, check out uh, Specscript, the other show that I do on the River City Podcast Federation. Uh, it's a show that's really good. All right, uh, I love you. See ya. And last but not least, yo boy Hosey. Don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can on Twitter at Shane Hosey. H O S E A. Bye. And this is Pitch Please, and I am Carolyn Maine, at Carolyn Maine, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I say it a lot more than everybody else's Twitter handles. Uh, thank you so much. Look up all the River City Podcast Federation shows, and have a great night.
I've never had sex, so I don't know what's going on. I'm sure there's butter involved. I don't know. Honey, since our anniversary, I was thinking about going raw dog. And by that I mean I brought my own butter. You know, like they do. You know, raw dog backwards is God war. Wait, do you want to hear something worse? Um, definitely, always. Fuck you, oh jiffy bones! So like everyone's like, yeah, of course there's a skeleton on fire. That's what we do here, you know? Feels like a M. Night Shyamalan is going through some shit. I feel You're like corrupting the boat with pee! And they have this like, oh, this moment of love, right? Also, the robot assassins have herpes. I feel like if you tried to have sex with Steve Jobs, it, you wouldn't fit inside him because you'd have some sort of proprietary orifice. Bony tail. It's a terrible name. Well, I don't care. That's really mean. I mean, this is definitely haunted, but I'm okay with that. I got scared. Raw dog, raw dog, raw dog. No! Guys, no! What a finale. Jesus Christ. Pitch Please was recorded with a live studio audience. Featuring contestants Chris Hotemy, Whitney Street, Alex Falcone, and Andy Maine. Hosted, co-edited, and created by Carolyn Maine. Produced and edited by Randall Lawrence. Theme song and sound effects by Jake Rose. Live posters drawn by Shane Hosey. Pitch Please home game available at pitchplease.fun. Red Castle and Guardian Games from Portland, Oregon. And Amazon.com. As part of your complete River City Podcast Federation. Take my pitch, please.